challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, we begin. Great to have you here at the Great Man Podcast. A little bit of business as we start this episode. First of all, as you know, I have urged many of you to select us as your charity in the Amazon Smiles program, where Amazon gave a percentage of its income, of its sales, uh, to certain charities. They have discontinued that program, and I imagine it was an administrative nightmare, but I want to thank those of you who chose us as your charity. Always appreciate the help. Always appreciate the support as we try to impact manhood in our generation. Also, I want to tell you about something exciting that's going to be happening with this podcast. You've noted that we've backed off to about twice a month with the podcast. We did that for a reason. We are going to do something very unique that I think is going to be a lot of fun. I'm still going to do a couple of times a month uh, the podcast that you're familiar with. I'm going to teach. I'm going to talk about trends. I'm going to challenge men. I'm going to coach men just like I've been doing. In the intervening week, in between the airing of the podcast that I do, again, 10 or 15 minutes coaching men, we're going to have a team of guys on the show uh, who will be processing what I've said in the previous podcast. So some people that you may know, uh, and I'll introduce later, uh, of a variety of ages, younger than me, one African-American, one guy I call Pappy (laughs) because he's just become a grandfather and he's from Kentucky. You'll enjoy knowing them. And and some guys even younger than that are going to sit together in a studio and they're going to process and talk about and apply and challenge you with what I've said previously. Occasionally, I'll even join them on that episode and we may have one of them come and do the talk or the teaching on which the discussion is based for the following week. This is going to be fun. You'll still have the best of me, such as it is, but you'll also have now new personalities taking it. You'll see how people take it in with their different history from mine, uh, even different race, ethnicity from mine, certainly different age than mine, different experience, but we'll still be talking about the same thing, which is how do men apply these important truths of great manhood. This is going to be a lot of fun. You'll have new personalities coming into play, new voices, but guys who are mature men, solid men, chasing after the goal, chasing after the crown, so to speak, and we'll all be doing it together. You're going to enjoy this. You'll have a podcast every week, probably, and sometimes maybe more for all I know when we do specials, and you'll enjoy knowing these guys, and we're going to really take this whole thing further. We really are better together in our lives, and we're going to demonstrate this on this podcast. So look for that coming soon. Now, I want to dive into a topic that I have never dealt with before, and it's the issue of age. You know, statistically, the entire Western world, let me pause quickly and say, I realize a huge number of my listeners are not in the Western world. Love you guys in the Middle East, love you guys in Philippines, Latin America, thrilled for our worldwide audience. But In the Western world, Europe and the United States, for the most part, it's aging quite a bit. 
This is because of valuing small families, government encouraged programs about small families. It's because of abortion. Uh, it's because of people marrying more later in life and more slowly, etc. But birth rates have dropped for really decades. And as a result, the population is aging. Okay, my point's not so much the demographics. My point is that if my audience is typical, a third of you are 55 and older. In fact, that's a stat you want to hang on to. In the United States, about a third, a percentage point either side of a third, is over 55. In Europe, that would even be a larger number of people. And then, of course, in the other parts of the world that I've already mentioned and others, uh, Latin America, uh, the Philippines, which is close to my heart, uh, other parts of Asia, etc., a much smaller percentage would be older. But, of course, we're all going to age. And given where my audience primarily resides, and just that's the importance of the Western world, it's important for us to know that about a third of people living in the Western world, as we call it, mainly Europe, the United States, Canada, are 55 and older. And we're all gravitating that way. Now, here's a stat that I want you to hang on to, because a lot of you are older, you may be much older, 70s, 80s, great. You may be just in your 60s making some decisions about your future, but I just want to basically draw the line at about 55 and older, and I want you to hear this stat. I read some science this past week. I won't I won't document it because this I don't it's the kind of thing that you actually need the the, the journal of, you know, American medicine on. Um, but it's a good round stat that science pretty much confirms and most doctors would agree with that I want you to keep in your head. That as you age, your health, your well-being, the issues related to aging are about 25% genetics. That's pretty much accepted in the medical community. It's about 25% genetics, okay? What you get from your family line, what you get biologically from having the parents and the ancestors that you do. Of course, there are factors of ethnicity and race and and uh, location in the world and trauma that families have lived through, diets and things like that. All of that becomes a matter of genetics. However, of the issues of aging are matters of the choices that you make. They're matters of the choices that you make. And I want to say loudly and boldly that as you age and you young guys, as you think about aging, I want you to declare war on aging too rapidly, on giving in to the aging process, on collapsing and sitting around the house watching TV in the recliner and drinking and calling that retirement and and just giving in to old age. There was a poet who said, rage, rage against the dying of the light, meaning uh, the progression into old age and ultimately death. Fight it. And I like uh, the idea of old age. I love hanging with older people. I like their wisdom. I like their history. I like their perspective. I like the way many of them have adapted, you know, to life and they laugh and they have more fun and they realize how precious every moment is. As a historian I have inter- and an author, I have interviewed many people who are older and just laughed and loved and had fun. And we're all going to age. May we do it well. May we do it graciously. 
But I'm here to challenge you a bit and to say that I want you to think about it. Those of you who are getting older, uh, those of you who are young but will eventually face age, you too, you got to think about this. And definitely those of you who are around your 50s, things will begin to change. Your body changes. Your workouts don't quite yield what they used to. You have pains. Um, you slow down just a little bit. You might have a little bit of an energy decrease. Uh, there are all kinds of things that happen around 55. It's different for everybody, but around 55. And what I want you to do is to realize that you have choices to make. I don't want to treat aging as though it's evil. Again, it's a beautiful thing, and there are a lot of great gifts of age. And, you know, especially if you've got grandchildren and you've got other people you're hanging with of your age and your generation and all that, it can be a fun and glorious thing. But we all know that in our time, the, the range of age, the, the, the range of what we might call older age, especially if we date that at about 55 or 60, is going to be much longer than it ever has been before in human history. In other words, if you are 50, you are much more likely to live into your 90s than any generation previously. And yet our retirement systems are all based around people basically retiring in the about 60 to 65-year-old range. So we're urging people to think about really accepting old age at around 60, 55 to 60, maybe 65, when they're likely to live another 30 years. 30 years. Think how long that was. Think how much of life you had lived by the age of 30 or how much you lived between the age of 30 to 60 if that's if that's your age, if you're 60 and above. So the, the fact is that most people don't prepare well for old age. When it comes, most men just go ahead and accept it and start talking about being old and being senile and distinguishing them, th themselves from the younger generation. But they're going to live for years. And you've already heard me kind of uh, go off because I'm a very strong advocate for making sure you're making good financial decisions, for not thinking that you can just retire at 65 and just sit around on the couch watching, you know, as the stomach turns on TV that there are decisions you can make and you need to think in terms of longevity. And you need, I urge every man I know to, to believe he's going to live to 90 to 95, live that way, invest that way, build financially that way, care for your body that way, invest in your children, your grandchildren that way, et cetera. Now here's where I'm going with all of this. We need you. We need for you to be vital. We need for you to be vigorous. We need for you to be investing in the next generation. And I heard a phrase recently from a dear friend, his friend's Michael Blanton, he's probably listening, but I, I heard it from him, and it summarized what I had been intending to say to you uh, for quite some time. I've been thinking about this podcast for quite some time, and then Michael said that he had heard some words uh, that kind of captured it, and they were these, don't let the old man in. And I, I, I like that phrase because it, it indicates that you have a choice. It's almost as though the old version of you is walking alongside you like some kind of ghost in, you know, a Christmas carol with, with Ebenezer Scrooge. It's like the, the old age version of you is there and you can give him control or you can take control yourself. I mean, it's a silly illustration, but you understand the point. 
that as you begin to hit your 50s and you begin to feel the first, I'll call them creakings just for fun, of old age, you know, the inexplicable pain, the slight slowdown, the desire for more rest, a little bit less energy, all the things we know. Hair is changing. Hair is growing in places on your body you never thought it would. Uh, muscle tone's not as quite as buff. All the things of aging that that are, you know, maybe some of them are sad to see happening in our bodies and our lives, but there are other things that are great gifts. But as that happens, we can acquiesce, we can surrender, we can run up the right white flag on the flagpole. And we need, I'm urging you, I'm calling you to push back, push back, not out of fear of old age, not out of hatred of, of old age. Again, it's a beautiful and wonderful phase, but we need for you to be vigorous and healthy and vital as long as we can. Listen, we've got a generation of young men who desperately need older men investing in them. The stats on fatherlessness in the world are stunning. And by the way, particularly if you're non-white, you know that I'm not saying that from a racist basis. Those of you who are listening to me and who are African-Americans, oh my Lord, we need you to be vital in your older age. We need for you to invest in young men. You know better than I do the stats on fatherlessness in the African-American community. And in, and again, I'm refer- referencing one of my favorite countries and my buddies in Philippines. Devastation of the family, rampant fatherlessness. We need for you Filipino men who are in your 50s uh, to stay vital and stay active and stay healthy. That doesn't mean you got to be be cool and act like a 16-year-old or dress like them or, you know, that's that's not the, it's, I'm not talking about matters of style here. I'm talking about matters of relevance and vigor and healthiness and vitality. You can push back. You can make a decision. We need you. We need you around the world. And so you've got to not let the old man in. Don't become old before your time. Now, I'm very uh, transparent about my age. I'm 64. I'll be 65 uh, here in five months. And I'm perfectly happy with with my level of energy and how I feel and how I move through the world every day. But I was with, uh, not too long ago, uh, some some guys uh, in their 50s, and they clearly had already begun to settle into an old age pattern. They kind of looked forward to it. I think they kind of liked the elderly men in their families. And so they looked forward to sitting on the porch and rocking, so to speak. And, you know, they kind of, and they, you, they are about the oldest 50 year olds I've ever seen. But I want to tell you something. It was a choice. It was not a matter of biology or predetermination. You have a choice in these matters. Again, 25% genetics of the aging process, 75% are choices. And so what do I mean by choices? I, I mean that you choose to build habits into your life to keep vigor. You you choose to stay active. You choose to read and study and do intellectual things that keep your mind going. You choose to have variety in your life. You don't just live in the same ruts. As we get older, same rut, same glass of tomato juice in the morning, same friends talking about the same old stuff, going to the same old places, you know, just same, 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 same. No, be vital, be active, be out there, be changing, be morphing, be improving. Engage always in, in, in new skill acquisition. What, 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 what new skill can you have? What new sport can you play? I've got a bunch of friends who are younger than me. And what's the hot new sport? Pickleball. Well, I've never even seen pickleball, but they are doing it. They intend to win championships. Great. 
I've told you before about the 90-year-olds that are, that listen to this podcast, and they are just whooping up on each other about mall walking. They live near one of the biggest malls in the world, uh, in America, and they the, the mall allows them to walk before opening hours, and these guys have competitions. They place low-level bets. They bet meals. They're going to whoop each other on their records. It's crazy. In fact, I, I got an email from him not long ago. One of the guys is actually has, I think he actually paid a store clerk or a security cop to stop the other guy for a moment. <laughs> it was all about him winning in the race. I love it. They're active. They're vital. They're engaged. They're engaged in the next generation. They're staying as healthy as they can. They're sticking close to their doctor, not because they're hypochondriacs, but they're sticking close to the doctor because they want to be healthy and, and catch anything that's going to happen early. Take care of your body. Get a decent haircut, get stuff on your skin removed, dress appropriately, dress, dress nicely. I mean, I don't mean all upscale, but just nicely appropriate to the, to your role in life. Be personable, have conversations, go to new places, hang with the young. It's, it's stunning the level of choice that you have and how the old, whether the old man comes into your life. I read an article the other day in preparation for this podcast, and one of the things they said uh, was that getting up early in the morning made a massive difference in terms of the aging process, that to not lay around in bed, and then once you get out of bed, to lay on the couch watching the morning shows and get dressed at about one in the afternoon if you get dressed at all. No, get up in the morning and get out in nature. That's what they said. This was these were doctors talking. These weren't, you know, motivational speakers or or nature enthusiasts. Get up in the morning, get outside. Huge difference. Huge difference in terms of the total day. And then of course you've always got to watch uh, the potential for addictions or even habits. Enjoy alcohol if you enjoy alcohol, but don't drink too much. Don't eat too much. Don't eat too much garbage. Don't give in to crap food. You know, do the things that are healthy. Do a walk. Have an exercise machine. Go to the Y. Do whatever. Be around things. Go to games. Go to performances. Be on college campuses. Um, Do the things that are engaging and invigorating. Have friends of a variety who are different from you in a variety of ages. I can't list all of the steps we can take on this podcast, but here's the bottom line. 75% of how aging happens in your life is a choice, and I want to urge you not to let the old man in before his time. We need you. Your spouse needs you. Your kids need you. Your grandchildren need you. Your church, your synagogue need you. We need for you to be vital. And there's a tendency in this generation for older men to retire in their minds, if not actually with their jobs, too early, to not keep themselves vital, to let themselves decline, to become grumbly old men griping at the television. We need for you to be vital. Now, I want you to dive into what I'm saying. I intend each podcast to be a launching of you on a certain subject, not the complete body of knowledge on that subject. So I want to launch you into it. Go online, read about best practices for fighting aging, memorize the famous poem that says, rage, rage against the dying of the light. Do the things that you know fight aging in your particular 
case. In your particular case, it could be weight gain. It could be addiction to food. I mean, I don't mean addiction like you're you're sick, but just you're eating too much and you're eating the wrong stuff. Um, it, it could be you need to increase your exercise. Could be you need to see a doctor. Maybe you've got some pain in a knee that keeps you from walking or working out or wanting to even be outside of your home. Go get it addressed, whatever it is. We've got amazing medical possibilities these years uh, of this generation. And we need for you to be vital with us. All right. Keep the old man away. Don't let the old man in before his time. Old age is something to enjoy. But we've got people in their 50s starting to basically emotionally retire from life. And I got to tell you, that's going to betray the next generation. That's going to make you miserable because you could have another 50 years of life And we don't want you spending 50 years on the couch. And by the way, there's a lot to accomplish, a lot to do, uh, a lot of great things to achieve. And you'll find a vital life. I think this glorifies God. I think this builds noble manhood. I think this allows us to invest in the next generation. And it's just a lot of joy. By the way, it's better for everybody you love. And buddy, this is definitely one of the great arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.